This is the CVBT Audio Interview Podcast, where you'll get ideas about improving your bottom line in business and in life from experts around the world. Janet, let's start, if you wouldn't mind, by telling our audience a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do. Well, I lead people to live more successful lives. I inspire and share incredible discoveries that I've made through many decades of research and living. And I absolutely love what I do. I'm passionate about it. I have dedicated my life to helping people achieve more success in their lives and not just success in business or in their professions, but success in every area of your life, because that is what a true successful life is. Well, how on earth do you achieve that? Is it through goal setting or something else or just dumb luck? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, dumb luck has a very interesting connotation, by the way, which we should speak about in this. When you think about dumb luck, it just sounds fun and like free flowing. And actually that's an interesting energy that it has behind it, believe it or not. But there really is no such thing as dumb luck. When you do what we're going to speak about today, you create the outcome of your life from within you and your own power. But I work with clients one-on-one. I do coaching, I do speaking, writing, I do on-site workshops, off-site retreats, but it's mostly through explaining how I came about these discoveries so that people understand what they mean. And then I empower people with this knowledge so that they can use it in their own lives. Well, give us a little bit about your background then. I was always a high achiever and climbed the corporate ladder in two Fortune 500 companies. And in the second company, I was in a very high level, high power, high pressure position, but all the stress and pressure caused me to develop an autoimmune disease. And I landed in the hospital, Doug, with an illness I couldn't understand and couldn't control. And the doctors came to me and really had given me no hope. And they said they had two options to try. One was to put me on a medication that causes cancer or number two, start removing my organs. I didn't know anything about health and wellness or natural healing. I was an MBA corporate executive and something came over me and said, no, I'm not going to do either of those. And I got myself out of the hospital and through trial and error, I learned how to heal my body naturally. From that point, I became inspired to help other people. So I left the corporate world, went to Columbia University and studied holistic health and wellness. And for decades, I helped people not only prevent health challenges, but even reverse very serious, even life-threatening health challenges. So it's really kind of incredible that if it wasn't for me being completely debilitated and almost dying in the hospital and getting out from that challenge and learning, I would have never not only healed my body, Decades later, I have no illness whatsoever, no medication whatsoever, and the doctors told me that was impossible years ago. Or would I ever have helped other people do the same? So that challenge was really interesting, but I was working in that regard quite successfully when I hit the next two walls in my life when my husband of 26 years walked out on me and our son in an hour's notice and left me not only heartbroken and our family ripped apart, 
but left me on the brink of financial disaster because not long before he left, he had put liens on all of these investment properties that I developed while raising our son for financial stability for our family in order to support a loan for a business that at the time he left was failing. So Doug, not only did I feel like I was standing on thin ice, but I felt like the roof above my head was a house of cards because he also put a lien on the home where we lived. I spent an entire year not only depressed, heartbroken, filled with fear and anxiety because I did not know how I was gonna support our home and our, my son. And it was so frightening and so upsetting. I was at the brink of losing everything. It was during, it was exactly a year after that I realized I had cried every day for an entire year. And on day 365, I said to myself, wait a minute. I used to be a vibrant, happy, successful woman. I had to rediscover that person again. So I literally and figuratively went out around the world and studied with world masters on success, achievement, abundance, high performance, positivity, and each one, I describe it like a delicious morsel that I would taste and savor and it would help me somewhat. But I kept finding myself frustrated that I wasn't achieving the life that I thought was possible for me. So it wasn't until I made this discovery that was the secret ingredient that put it all together and what I call this delicious recipe. And that's when incredible things started to happen for me. And I began to share it with others and it happened for other people as well. I literally moved mountains in my life that I was told by very high level experts that were impossible. And I moved these mountains all because of the power that I tapped into myself. And it was amazing what things started to happen for me, like without effort. I got invited to contribute a chapter in a book with Brian Tracy. He's like a world renowned expert in business and success and achievement. And that became a bestseller. I was invited to Hollywood to be in, interviewed by Jack Canfield, who's a multi-million best-selling author, because he heard about the work I was doing and the results that people were getting, and he wanted to find out what I was all about. So this is what happened. Success started to flow to me with ease instead of what I used to do in the corporate world, which was stress and struggle. And it's this difference that is the answer to everything. And that's when I became inspired to share this with the world. And I released Stressless Success and that became, because I put together the exact goal setting strategies that I share in the book, we applied those strategies to our book launch and we became a uh, number one bestseller in five categories on Amazon. And that was, you know, I was unknown before that. And it's just all is happening. Goal, goal setting is, is goal setting. And I suspect everybody who is watching or listening to this is that I've been through those goal setting classes a thousand times. Why is yours different? We've all been through goal setting workshops. And isn't it interesting that 96% of people never achieve their goals? So something's missing, right? Something's wrong. All of the typical strategies of goal setting are valuable, such as 
thinking about what you want, writing them down, repeating them to yourself each day, all of that is valid. But the first thing to recognize, and Brian Tracy speaks about this, is you should write your goals in the present tense as if they're already achieved. And I like to use a little simple example because this happens a lot in the new year. People want to lose weight, right, or get healthy. And you, so you don't say, I want to lose weight or I want to be thinner or healthier because you're coming from a place of lack, the wanting what you do instead is you say, I am thin or I am healthy. Or if that's uncomfortable to say that and you don't believe that, and this is the key teaching that I discovered, is you say things that feel better, like I enjoy the process of learning how to eat healthier and live healthier. And I'm excited about the possibility of feeling better in my body. So here's the idea. It's what those thoughts feel like, because it's how you feel that creates your energy. And it's from your energy that creates your reality. It's not your mindset. And this is the key discovery. So when you write your goals and you will never hear anybody tell you this, except for me, this is the missing piece on goal setting. And it'll make more sense as we go through the whole conversation today. But when you write your goals in the present tense as if they're already achieved, you write, think about why you want those goals, but more importantly, how is it going to feel when you have achieved that goal? So let's say you want the promotion to be vice president. What does that feel like? Imagine that you're there in that corner office and you have these wonderful team members that you're inspiring and motivating every day. Like, what does that feel like? You spend time at the feeling list, not at the goal list. It's what does it feel like? Because what you're doing then is you're shifting your energy and it's your energy that creates and you have the power within you. It's not your mindset. Now mindset can be related and we'll talk about that, but I discovered that all of those teachings about positive thinking and positive mindset are missing a huge, huge component. Does that make sense on goal setting? I, I think so, but I think you, you might have to go a little bit deeper for dumbbells like me. Give me a, an example of what I should be doing besides feeling that I should be a vice president. I'm not sure I want to do that, though, come to think of it. Or whatever you want. Yes, whatever your goals are. Okay, let me explain how I discovered the issue with positive thinking and positive mindset. Okay, because we hear that everywhere. Oh, you just need to think positively. Well, when you're facing a challenge and you try to force a positive thought about that challenge, you're actually making the situation worse. So let me explain, and I don't mean to get real technical, and all of this is explained in Stressless Success. I literally take my readers by the hand through all of this. We're doing like an abbreviated version here today, right? But it has been proven in scientific research it's quantum mechanics, which is a theory within quantum physics, that everything is energy. Everything that even that we think is solid at the subatomic level within the atoms, which is the smallest 
particles, actually particles within an atom that are unbelievably small. That is actually not solid. Everything is fluid. And they found in scientific research that when the researchers focused on one thing, they got a different outcome than when they ignored it. This was profound because they began to realize that the focus and the intention of the observer, the scientific researcher that was observing the outcome, influenced the outcome of the study. This exploded into that entire quantum mechanics and quantum physics theory that everything is energy. And we never realized before that the, fo the energy of our focus can influence the outcome of our lives. Okay, so just a little bit of understanding of that energy is everything. And this is the secret to life. So here I am working with a client of mine. She's a CEO of a $250 million company. And she said, Janet, I am under a lot of stress and pressure with running my business. But I'm actually fearful because I have pain in my abdomen and I'm so worried that all the stress and pressure is causing me to develop a very serious chronic disease. She said, but Janet, don't worry. I know all about positive thinking and positive mindset and how our mindset affects our biology, right? Mind and body. She said, so I go to bed at night. And I say positive affirmations to myself. She said, because I took all the seminars, all the workshops, read all the books on positive mindset, right? And I said to her, Monica, what are you saying to yourself at night? She said, I go to bed and I say, I'm healthy. I'm healthy. I'm healthy. I was hearing positive words, but I was feeling her fear. I was feeling her energy of fear. So she was trying to force a positive thought about something she was upset about. And she was making her situation worse. Every thought has two sides of a coin. So when you force a thought about something you're upset about, you have out there what you want, which is the positive, but you also have what the negative. That's when the light bulb went off to me. It said, oh, it's not mindset. It's energy. So I said to her, okay, Monica, and this is what I want every listener to do with any challenge. First of all, you heard about my challenges and how every challenge, you know, I'm thankful that my husband walked out on me because I would never be as happy and successful as I am today. I would have never gone out around the world to search for answers for my life if I wasn't put into the depths of depression and fear. So if you look at every challenge you've been through, Doug, I'm sure you've been through some challenges in your life. Yeah, if you everybody has. And did you learn something and benefit from them? It's like putting a, your hand on a hot stove. You learn that pretty quickly. Yeah, exactly. So everyone out there's had challenges in their lives. And if you would just recognize first that, okay, wait a minute, I'm facing a challenge. But I've learned and benefited from my challenges in the past. So what challenges, what is this challenge showing me? What is it teaching me? What benefit may come from this? So imagine you're on a ladder. And I told this to Monica. I said, right now you're on the low rung of a ladder. You're filled with fear and anxiety. You cannot leap to the top rung of a ladder in one thought. I'm healthy, right? 
If you try to leap from the bottom rung of a ladder to the top rung of a ladder in one thought, you're going to fall off the ladder and break your leg or worse, right? You must take one rung at a time, get a solid grip with sure footing, right? And then you can climb with thoughts that feel better. So I said to her, Monica, you're a smart woman, right? Yes, I am. And your body is telling you that something is out of balance. Yes, it is. So it's actually a good thing that your body is experiencing pain to let you know that something needs to be fixed. Yes, it is. Doesn't that all of a sudden feel better around the pain? And as soon as we started to do that, the pain started to dissipate. Isn't that brilliant? Because we were shifting the, her energy. We were shifting the way she felt because we weren't trying to leap too far. We were going gradually with thoughts that feel better. Now, as soon as we started to go too high on the ladder and it started to feel uncomfortable again, we got off the ladder and walked away. Walk away from the subject that's upsetting you. The more you try to think about that subject that's upsetting you, the more you're trying to fight against or push against negative thoughts and feelings. And the more you push against something, the stronger that's going to come. When you fight against something, that gets the power. We want you to have your power back. So we walked away from the topic and we just started doing something to help her feel good on a different subject. I said, okay, tell me about your vacation to the beach last summer with your daughter. Tell me about the day on the beach and what do you experience? And she started describing the day on the beach and the sun was shining and they were laughing in the waves and they had these strawberry smoothies and right. We got her off the subject and we just helped her elevate and expand her energy because she was feeling joyful. Then we walked back to the ladder and we climbed further. It is not about positive mindset. Now, when things are going great, don't get me wrong. Positive mindset is great. When things are going well and you got positive momentum and you're feeling great. Sure. Keep thinking more positive thoughts, but when you're facing a challenge, don't even try to go there. You got to just accept it, recognize the benefits that are hidden in this challenge and begin to do things, anything that feels better. That could be prayer, meditation, dance and sing, get out in mother nature, walk your dog, get in your garden, pet your cat, do anything that helps you feel better. Because the more you practice the activities of feeling better, the more you're flexing that positive energy muscle and the better you will become at creating positive energy, no matter what's happening around you. Wow, Janet, that great great ideas to say the least. But have you run into people who are just unable to uh, put into into effect what you are telling them? And if so, why do you think that is? I run into people every day that are unable and unwilling. They think because they just want to focus on their victims. It's my spouse that makes me unhappy. It's my boss. It's the government. It's the economy. It's the pandemic. They just want to blame everything around them. And then when I work with them and I begin to explain, do you want to continue to blame and give your power away? Or do you want to regain your personal power? And I always get the answer. 
you're right. I want to regain my personal power. And then I start working with them and help them understand that, okay, we're all facing challenges right now. But the more we just focus on the news ongoing and all the fear and negativity, and yes, I know that we need to tap into the news. It's very important to know what's going on and to be aware. But if you're spending 24-7 being fed everything to be fearful about, instead of finding something to accept about it or feel better about it, you know, that's a choice. You've got the choice within, within you. You can choose what you focus on. I mean, so let's, so I, then I start to find, okay, what is one good thing that's happening right now because of the pandemic or the lockdown or the, you know, or your job situation? What's one good thing, even if it means you have more free time to take care of yourself, to walk your dog, to be with your family members. If one good thing, I know there's a hundred bad things, right? One good thing. I do this all the time. I get clients that come to me. They actually start to get sick because they hate their boss. And they come to me. They say, I go to bed at night. I hate my boss. I can't stand the thought of going to work the next day. I wake up in the morning and I think I hate my boss. I have to go to work the day and they start getting sick and their job is failing. I say, what's one good thing about that person? If you know, it has nothing to do with you. And I use a joke. I always say, even something as simple as they wear nice shoes. And I have my clients go to bed saying, I love the shoes my boss wears. They always wear great shoes. I can't wait to know, see what shoes they wear tomorrow. And they wake up in the morning and say, I, I'm really excited to see what shoes my boss wears. I know this is silly, but it's just an example. Do you know what happens, Doug? Within a few days, if not hours, they start feeling better because they're focused on the shoes. They're not focused on how they hate their boss. When you think about hating your boss, it only hurts you. It doesn't hurt them. It hurts your energy and it hurts your life. So they're focusing on the shoes and they're starting to feel better. Guess what happens? The boss starts treating them better. I think you've got the title for your next book. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 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 Your, what? What? Yeah. Boss wears. Right. Exactly. Boss wears great shoes. <laughs> the boss wears great shoes. I've I had a couple. That. I've had a couple of bosses who had strange shoes, but we'll go not go down that road. <laughs> Where where can our uh, viewers and listeners get more information if they want to get in touch with you? Oh, thank you so much. So JanetMcKee.com is my main website, speaking, writing. I have all kinds of free stuff on there, and my I do a blog video and all that jazz. But please know that be, I was I hit number one bestseller already on Amazon. The book's available on Amazon, but I decided when the pandemic hit in March to start giving the book away for free. So if you visit stresslesssuccess.com, you'll get an immediate download of a three-day banish burnout plan so you can start applying these principles immediately to get results today. But you'll also have the option, if you want, to order a free paperback copy. Yes, you have to pay shipping and handling, but you have the option to do that. And of course, there's you You can click on the Amazon link and go to Amazon. There's the e-books only. We, we reduce it to 99 cents. Just so we want people to have this information. There is never more important time for people to have stressless success in their hands. And please feel free to contact me if I can help anyone in any way. Janet, what would you like to add that we haven't had a chance to talk about? Could be anything. Well, if we have another chance to talk at another time. Well, if you'd like to add anything to this conversation that we should have talked about that we haven't. Okay. Well, the foundation of wellness and success, I'm sorry, of success is wellness. So please, you got to go to bed early, get a good night's sleep, 
that supports your immune system. You think it's just rest, okay? It's your immune system to even fight this virus happens during sleep hours. And you can't deal with stress the next day if you're exhausted. So go to bed early, get high quality rest, wake up, drink fresh water, eat real food grown from mother nature, move your body, breathe fresh air. Not only does it help you feel better, it gives you clear thinking and physical and mental energy to deal with the challenges of your life, but it also supports your immune system to keep you healthy during these times. Wellness is the foundation. You've been listening to the CVBT Audio Interview Podcast, one-on-one interviews with experts in business and personal growth. Thanks for listening.